Welcome back to The Answer, everybody. I'm your host, Gansley, and today we have our first few batch of topics and advice requests ever. Stay tuned. Let's go get the answer. Let's pray in. Father God, I thank you for bringing us here together. Father God, to hear your word. Father God, to read your word. Father God, to be able to just connect with each other, Father God. Not just connect with each other, Father God, but to connect with you, Father God. Father God, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit gives us the wisdom, the faith, the knowledge, and the focus to be able to, to to be able to understand what we're reading, what we're hearing, Father God, tonight, only be able to apply within our own lives to grow with you, Father God, but to be able to help others apply it to their life, to grow their relationship with you, Father God. And all this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's get into it. First topic we have, mind you guys, this is the first ever topic on the answer. All right. So we have using discernment to read people and to avoid hurtful situations. Okay. Okay. Well, let's first talk about how to acquire discernment. Remember, all spiritual gifts and blessings come from the heavenly realms, as Ephesians 1 verse 3 says. You know what I'm saying? So if you want it, where do you have to go look for it? Let's look at James 1 verses 5 through 7. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Verse 6. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So. There you have it. You know what I'm saying? If you want wisdom, if you want to be able to learn how to discern people and you know discern certain situations, you know what I'm saying? You got to go to God about it. You got to ask God for it. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get it. But with that, there are special requirements. As verse six says, when you ask him, your faith has to be in him alone, not in the world, not in between him and the world. No. In him alone. Because if it's not in him alone, how is he going to give it to you? Why would he give it to you? You don't have faith in what he gave you, so you're not going to use it correctly. So why would he give it to you? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be flip floppy with the Lord. You can't you can't just be in the middle, oh I can do this, but but I I, I, I can still use the sermon, you know what I'm saying? I, I could do this. You know, I could go to a club on Saturdays, but I, I, I can still use my discernment when you know when I need it. No, no, your faith has to be in God alone. Because like it says here, if you have divided loyalty, you are as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is being blown and tossed. That's literally every single wave. <laughs> like it, it, it clearly says it, verse seven, such people should not expect to receive anything. So it's not even it, it doesn't even just come with discernment. If you're if you have divided loyalty with the Lord, you don't expect to get anything from him. That's not how it works. Now, let's get into the second part of that topic. Hurtful situations. There are two main types of hurtful situations. There are a lot of hurtful situations, but there are two main types. Those from disobedience and those that are meant to happen to grow you. Now, the ones from disobedience maybe one of the most common ones um 
when you're when you're being disobedient to God, that's basically you saying, I don't need you, God. I got this myself. So when that happens, you're basically going on what you feel is right, what you think is right. But you're not using, you know, the discernment that Lord gave you. You're not using you're not asking the Holy Spirit. Well, is this right? Is this correct? So you're just going based off of you. And that's disobedience. You know what I'm saying? So when you end up in a hurtful situation because of your disobedience, that's on you. That That's on you. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. Let's say, you know, you're strong in your faith. You're on fire for God, right? And you have, you know, the Lord gave you the gift to discern, you know, certain situations, certain people, right? And you meet this guy, right? And you, you think the guy is cute or whatever. Blase, blase, right? The Holy Spirit in you is like, no, no, let's not do this. Let's do something else. But you, you just ignore it. You're like, well, everybody deserves a chance and you do it anyways. Guess what? That little piece of disobedience that you just did, that's going to land you into a situation that you don't want to be in, that you didn't expect to be in. Why? Because you were disobedient. He told you no, and you still did it. There are consequences from being disobedient and being in a hurtful situation is one of them. You know what I'm saying? Now, the second type, those that are meant to happen to grow you. Hmm. (laughs) Let's look at 2 Chronicles 7 verses 13 to 15. At times, I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Verse 14. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Verse 15. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Now, let's let's not look at this, you know, metaphorically, you know, like let's not look at this like figuratively, like like some of you guys, maybe no rainfalls, plagues. What, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what here's what the scripture is saying. At times, man, some things are just going to happen. Some things are going to happen to you, you know, and some things the Lord is going to allow to happen. Now, wait. Some of you guys just heard that and you're like, well, he just allows bad things to happen. That's the God you're wait, (laughs) wait. (laughs) Verse 14. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He just gave you a solution. That's the solution. Pray, seek his face. Humble yourselves, and that, that that's a special one too, and turn from their wicked ways. That's another special one. Pray and seeking his faces. Seek, seeking his face, right? Those are two essential things that you need to do when you when you see that you are, you know, in, in a bad situation, in a, in a hurtful situation. Those are two things that, you know, that have to come automatic. Whatever situation it is, those have to come automatically. Because like I said, you know what I'm saying? Like, these sometimes these things will happen you know it's life you know you all the time you hear it you know that's life you know what i'm saying you, you got to go through it but don't go through it alone pray and seek his face verse 15 his eyes are 
always open and ears always attentive to every prayer. So he hears you. I'm saying, yes, he let it happen. But pray and seek his face about it and you'll be good. Have faith that it's going to be fixed, that, you know, everything is going to be arranged to your way. Not to the way you think is good, but to the way he knows is good. And you'll be good. Have faith that that will happen. Now, the two special ones, humble yourselves. <laughs> Sometimes the Lord will allow things to happen to you because your head is just too big. It's happened to me before. You, you, you think you all that Lord is looking at you like, all right, watch this. And he, he, he lets it happen. That's on you. You weren't humble. You, you, you caused that on yourself. You know what I'm saying? And he allowed it to happen because you weren't humble. You thought you were all that. You're not all that. So he humbled you. That's why you have to humble yourself before him. Cause ain't no one mightier than God. You got to humble yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now, turn from their wicked ways. The other special one. Like I was saying before, disobedience. That's a wicked way. That's turn from your wicked ways. Pray and seek his face. Wicked ways. That, you know, that that's disobedience. It's not only just disobedience in wicked ways, but there's other wicked ways. You know what I'm saying? But just for example, wicked ways. Disobedience is one of the wicked ways. I'm saying so you have to turn from, you know, whatever wicked thing you're doing. Pray and seek his face and humble yourself. You know what I'm saying? And now some of you may be thinking, well, how do I know, you know, which one I did? Just do all four of them. Humble yourself when you come to him. Pray. Turn from your good ways, which is repent. Ask for forgiveness and seek his face. Just do all four and you'll be good. You know what I'm saying? He'll see that you're trying to be, not even trying. He'll see that you're being genuine because nothing will happen if you're not being genuine. He, he will see that and he will be like, okay, so you just, you just think I'm a quick fix. No, 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 no. You have to be sincere about your request. You, if you're like genuinely curious and you have no idea, you know, what's going on, then do all four. Just do all four. You know what I'm saying? Do all four. It'll work. Verse 15. Remember it. Remember it. His eyes will always be open and his ears always attentive to every prayer. Remember that. Now, to answer the question, which was, you know, how to use a sermon to avoid hurtful situations. Basically, the sermon we talked about, you know how to get the sermon. Avoiding hurtful situations. Some situations will happen because of you. And some situations will happen because he allowed it to happen. Sometimes you can avoid the hurtful situation. Sometimes you can't. But main thing here, 2 Chronicles 7 verses 13 to 15. Whatever it is, even if you don't know, humble yourself before him. Go pray. Go seek his face and turn from your wicked way whatever it is repent for all things that you've done knowingly and unknowingly it will work out all right let's get into our second one which is something all us men here should should hear so we have 
how men should look at women differently and not always just for sex. This is a really good one. So basically we're talking about lust here. Guys, and I'm I'm talking to my guys here. The scriptures say and run it down for you. Jesus himself told you in Matthew 5 verse 28. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Dang, you know what that means? Yeah, 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 boys. You just looking at a girl walking past you and you, you do that little tarmac. Dang, she fine. Guess what? You already committed lust. You committed adultery. You, you, you just lusted after her. You may be thinking, man, I was just I was just looking like that was it. No, you committed adultery already. That was in your heart. You know what I'm saying? You you, you already did it. You may think it's not that serious. But it's that serious. <laughs> and let's see how serious God takes this. In the very next verse, it says, so if your eye, even your good eye causes you to lust, gouge it out <laughs> and throw it away. It is better for you to see one part of your body to, to to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Did y'all hear that? He said, gouge your eye out, your one, your one and only good eye out and throw it away if it causes you to sin, causes you to lust. He'd rather you be blind than for you to do it, than for you to have a quick look back. He'd rather you be blind. He don't want you to do it. That's how serious looking at a woman with sexual intention, with, with sexual intentions and like just looking at a girl because she's fine or dang, bro, look, dang, but she thick. God, bro, no, 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 no. Guess what? You already committed adultery. That's a sin. You just sinned. And sometimes you don't even know. You know, I remember before I was saved, I used to do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? But it's not until I slowly realized, like, dang, this is this is actually like something pretty serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'd rather you be blind than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Look, guys, women are supposed to be our helpmates, not just people we want to mess with, not just a smash and dash, not people you look at as objects. Guys, remember, we are supposed to be mighty men of valor. Not men that can easily fall when a cute girl says hi to us. Not men who can easily fall when a girl walks past us. Come on. Pick it up. Y'all got to lock in with the Lord, man. If you don't think you can do that, man, you might, as well just, you might as well just gouge your eye out. Gouge your eye out and lock in with the Lord. Come on. Okay, so final topic here is actually something the Lord wanted me to touch on this episode. And for that, we'll be looking at Ecclesiastes. <laughs> I can I can never say this one right. Ecclesiastes. Yeah, E C C L E S I A S T E S. I get what I'm saying. Chapter twelve. <laughs> Let's get right into verse one. Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your Creator. Honor Him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore now what does that mean i mean if you guys read it you guys can see what it means love the lord when you're young don't just think that don't just think that you know you being young you can 
you can because I hear this a lot of times and it it breaks my heart. You know what I'm saying? I hear it a lot like, oh, bro, I'm 20. I'm 19. I'm, I'm 18. Like, let me have some fun first. You know what I'm saying? Let me explore my options before I get into it. But, <clears throat> do you know if you're going to be alive tomorrow? Time, time, get time. Time is very precious. If you don't use your time wisely, you're never going to get it back. Now, that day that you said, oh, don't worry. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just uh I'm gonna just do this real quick and then tomorrow I'll go read my Bible. Oh, don't worry. Uh, let me let me go to the club today and then tomorrow I'll just go to church. How, how you know that you're gonna make it? How how you know you're gonna wake up for church next morning? How you know you're gonna make it out the club without dying? And this is serious stuff. Y'all may be thinking, dang, bro, it's not even that deep. It's that deep. It's really that deep. Y'all letting y'all being young excite you guys and and go over your mind. Oh yeah, you know I'm I'm 21. I could drink now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get crunk. But yet you have somebody who who sent his son his son down his one and only son down to die for you, and you're basically just spitting in his face saying, "I'm young. Let me have my fun first. Why? Why? What? What is fun to you guys? Getting hurt every single day? What's fun to you guys? Getting liver damage from drinking too much? What's fun to you guys? Nearly ODing off of perks? What's fun? What's fun about it? I just I just want to hear it. What's fun? Because hmm? hmm? the excitement, you being excited about being young, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm, shoot, I'm 20. I'm <laughs> I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm young. I get to do things that older people can't do. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like, you know, I, I can run half a mile and not be tired. I can run a half a mile and, and you know, not hear my, my hip clanking around. <laughs> like I can do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, yes, I'm excited about my youth, but yes, I read my Bible daily. Yes. I seek the Lord's face daily. Yes. I, I pray daily. Twice, three, whatever, how many, like, sometimes I, I be praying like a lot, like a lot, right? You can do both. You can do both. But when you're only excited about you being young, you're going to forget about God. And then along the line, when, when you're like 50, 60, then you're going to be like, oh, now it's time. Now it's time for what? You're retired. Now you can't, even, you, you have to use a cane to go into church. Now, the calling that you had in your life, you can't even use anymore because you, you can barely talk because you're out of breath when you talk. The Lord called you to be a pastor. You can't even get up to the to the altar. The, the Lord. Because I, I don't like it when I hear people say, I'm young. Let me have fun. How much fun do you think you'll be having? When the time is here, hmm. all that time that you spent excited about your youth doing, you know, quote unquote, fun stuff and boom, it's time. It's judgment day. <laughs> now what? You just had all that fun, right? You were on earth. Yeah, you had all that fun. Now, when God, he gives you, you know, he. You show up in front of him and he's going through everything that you did. Oh, okay. A lot of fun stuff here. Okay. 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 
Uh, so where was the time you spent with me? Hmm. That's weird. What are you going to say? Oh, you know, I was just, I was just having fun. You know, like I'm, I'm allowed to do that. What are you, what are you going to say? What's going to be your excuse? Because like I said, you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to make it back home. You don't know. Nothing is for sure. But what's for sure is your eternal life with the Lord. That's what's for sure. I'd rather be excited about that than having fun. And don't get it twisted. I have fun with the Lord too. You know what I'm saying? Don't get that twisted. Yeah, y'all, y'all be thinking that being Christian is boring. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> let me let me just say that right now. It's not. Right. So, guys, please, 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 don't only be excited about you being young. Don't only be excited about doing quote unquote fun things, things that you view as fun. No. Go do fun things with the Lord. Go event. You know how much fun evangelizing is? Yeah, it's a little nerve wracking at first, but it's it's pretty fun. You know, you get to meet people. You get to you know like talk to people. Like it's fun. And there are some things right now that you guys may not view as fun. Talking to people about God is fun. Oh, yes, it is. Once you get into it, it it gets fun. At first, it's nerve wracking, but it gets fun. You know what I'm saying? That's just one example. There are plenty of other things, you know what I'm saying? Hanging around with your Christian brother and sisters, bro. Hanging around with them. Doing jokes, you know, doing fun things. Games, like, bro. Don't only be excited about how old you are. Seek the Lord. The Lord comes before everything. The Lord comes from your age. He comes before your your weight, your height. It comes. Be- he comes before everything. You guys act like he doesn't know you're 20. He can't take, he can't, boom, you're done. You guys act like that can't happen. It can. Stop playing with him. It's not a time to play anymore. He's serious about it. Let's pray out. Father God, I thank you for bringing us here together, Father God, to uh, hear your word, Father God, to Read your word, hear it, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to focus, to have faith, to to be to be knowledgeable, to give us a wisdom. Thank you for giving us a wisdom, Father God. Thank you for just speaking through us, talking through us, giving us strategy while listening to this, Father God. Father God, I pray that you continue to do it throughout the day, Father God. I pray that you continue to do it with throughout the week, throughout the month, Father God. And I pray that you just be here with us and help us retain this information that we learned today father god to be able to apply it to grow our relationship with you and to help others grow their relationship with you in jesus name i pray amen all right everybody so that's it for this first for the not not even this for the first ever episode of the answer the first one was just a little short intro episode whatever but this is the first one with topics i want to thank everybody who is here supporting me who's listening in supporting me uh thank you guys for all the prayers um those of you who have been praying for me um just just thank you guys and yeah of course if you guys have any topics or advice that you need send it to adv.com
Gansley, that's G-A-N-S-L-Y with a J at gmail.com. And yeah. And of course you can DM me at the answer 707. And yeah, just, just thank you guys. Love you guys. Um, Remember Luke one verse 37 for nothing is impossible with the Lord. Love you guys. God bless.